Hi, ladies. I'm Dr. Brooke, and welcome to the Women's Strong Podcast. Women's Strong is an online women's wellness program that covers the foundations of health through lessons, exercises, daily challenges, and live interviews with female experts on a variety of health topics. Women Strong also provides a supportive community of like-minded ladies who encourage one another toward improved health and vitality. This podcast is a collection of excerpts from some of our Women Strong live interviews. We are so grateful to all of our experts for sharing their wisdom with our community. These strong women have taught us so much, and we're thrilled to share their expertise and wellness tips through this podcast. If you'd like to hear the complete interviews, or if you'd like to be present on these live Zoom calls with our experts, then sign up for the Women Strong membership at womenstrongtogether.com. We can't wait to meet you and begin supporting you on your wellness journey. Hi, ladies. In this episode, Dr. Nicole interviews her old classmate and colleague, Dr. Laura Ruse of Kansas City Integrative Health on all things periods and hormones. Now, most of us ladies first learn about periods in the fifth grade, right? Remember those awkward puberty lessons they made us do at school? Yikes! And I think a lot of women don't really think about the science or hormonal component of our monthly cycles until we have a reason to. For me, that reason was medical school, but I promptly forgot all of my ob lessons when I went into my specialty of psychiatry and annoyingly had to revisit these women's health topics when I started trying to get pregnant and month after month couldn't seem to make any headway on my very much desired baby-making goal. During that not super brief, but luckily not too lengthy journey, I became obsessed with my periods and hormonal status, tracking my ovulation, seeing an infertility specialist for blood tests, etc., etc. I'm sure many of you can relate. After I started working at a cool integrative mental health clinic with Dr. Nicole, who does a lot of hormone and women's health work with our mutual patients, I realized how huge of an influence hormones can play, not just when you're focusing on fertility, but addressing hormonal imbalances can play an important role in many mental and physical health conditions. In this interview, Dr. Laura educates our community on how our periods can give us useful information and clues about what's happening with our hormones. Dr. Laura's website, drruess.com, D-R-R-U-E-S.com, has a ton of educational resources on it, and a portion of this interview that didn't make the podcast edit, but was super interesting, was all of the nutrition and diet info that Dr. Laura provided as a potential easy to implement tool to help ladies better manage hormone related symptoms. If you'd like to watch this interview in its entirety and see Dr. Laura's cool graphs of what is supposed to happen with hormones during the menstrual cycle, 
Sign up for the Women Strong membership at womenstrongtogether.com. This week is our physical health week, and we are so excited to have Dr. Laura Ruse with us here from Kansas City Integrative Health. She's going to be talking to us about women's health and what is normal in relation to our cycles. So hi, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm honored to be here. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and your current practice? Yes, so um, I am a naturopathic doctor. I started this journey years ago. Um, when I was in medical school, I said I was never going to do women's health. So I don't know if you remember that, Nicole. That goes back to our time together. Um, I would always say that I'm doing my minimum number of women ex exams and pap smears, and then I'm checking out and I'm done. Uh, but it's funny how you say something to the universe and it just kind of laughs at you and makes you uh, go your its own way. Because uh, personally, I had a, um, I guess you could say a health setback during medical school. Uh, I had an undiagnosed ovarian torsion, which is extremely rare. Um, I was in and out in the, of the ER multiple times, didn't get answers, and was um, pretty much saw the bad end of medicine in terms of the worst aspects of it. And on the flip side, I had a fantastic naturopathic doctor who really worked with me to figure out what was going on. And she was the one who diagnosed me uh, and connected me with a fantastic um, surgeon. And um, for the most part, because of the care that I received from those two um, strong women, um, we were able to really just kind of make sure everything was um, fantastic from there on out. So in terms of taking care of it. Um, and so that really set me on my path to where I'm at today. I, I said I was never going to do women's health, but because of just personal history and being thrown into the throngs of it, uh, I developed a passion for understanding what is going on with women and why are there so many issues. And that's where I have um, essentially spent most of my life's work um, in terms of the professional career. And that's one of the reasons why I started um, PCH, which is Kansas City Integrative Health in, uh, in Kansas City. Um, and I work with women of all, all ages and all spectrums of life, really just trying to figure it out and where can they be their healthiest and how do we get them there? Perfect. So, mm -hmm. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing with us and being yes. so honest and vulnerable. Um, I'm sure that that really helps you to connect with your patients as well, just yes. with your own personal experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So can you tell us, so I know that we're going to talk about what is normal. Um, yes. So with regards to our menstrual cycles, can you mm -hmm. talk to us about that? Tell us what's Great. normal or what should we be striving for? Absolutely. So I, I sit down with women and I cannot tell you how many times I've um, asked women all the details about her periods because so much of women's health is, um, really revealed in what happens in the monthly cycle, um, how heavy they are, how many tampons they're using, what they feel the week before their periods, how they feel around ovulation, and that really gives us clues as to what's going on. And 
you would be surprised. Well, maybe, maybe you wouldn't, but women would be surprised at what is really happening um, with their hormones, partly because it's just not something we talk about. Um, I can't, other than in my professional um, life, I can't say that I've just chit-chatted about what's happening down there every month. So it's really kind of eye-opening to a lot of women to realize, wow, what I experienced, it may be common, but it's not normal. And it's not necessarily what they have to be dealing with. So um, I, I first, when I talk about um, women's hormones, I want to know how, how often they're cycling. So a normal cycle is generally between 27 and 33 days. Um, plus or minus a day is probably okay, depending on um, other factors and symptoms. And really, bleeding should only last three to six days. The color of the blood should be cranberry red, and that's about it. And I have women tally up how many tampons and pads um, they're going through on their heaviest day. So if you think about how much you're bleeding, how often changing um, your feminine products, um, what size of feminine products you're going through, um, it gives us a clue as to what's happening with hormones. So a normal period is between 30 and 80 mils of blood loss. So putting that into maybe numbers you can imagine, it's about an eighth of a cup to a third of a cup, okay? That is from day one through the entirety of bleed, 30 to 80 mils. So that equilibrates in terms of tampons, because that's easiest to measure, to to four to 10 regular tampons from day one to end. That's three to seven supers, two to five super plus, two of those diva cups plus a little bit of change. So when women are changing their period or their tampons every three to six hours for three, five, six days, then it's a big deal. It tells us that there's something else going on. And I would, in my practice, I would say 50% of women um, are probably at the higher end of that spectrum um, of normal flow, if not just blowing out, out of the water. I think the highest I've seen, I've had one woman who was losing 400 mils a, a month, and her OB guide said it was normal. She just had heavy periods, and that was it. And when you know, we really talked to her and we went through her labs, you know, she had significant iron deficiency, which is super common with women of reproductive age because of um, their periods being abnormal. So if you are bleeding too much, um, that's usually a sign that your hormones aren't quite optimal. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that um, you're at risk for um, any like long-term concerns necessarily, but over time, if you constantly are having, you know, 90, 100, 120 mils of blood loss, you're probably trending towards iron deficiency. And you probably, it's more likely than that, that you have some sort of other symptoms with your cycle. Um, just, there's a couple, you know, maybe asterisks for bleeding disorders or something along those lines, but generally, um, it should be less than 10 regular tampons. And I can see women's eyes just go huge when they're like, that's not normal. I don't have that. So okay. I was just going to ask a quick question. Yeah, that's sure. um, really going to be eye opening for a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure I've 
in, you know, in my personal practice, I've had most people are not within that range of quote unquote normal. Um, right. and we do talk about that a lot, you know, what's common versus what's normal or optimal right. or ideal. So, yes. um, can you give people a little bit of an idea of what does that mean? Like if you're, if you're bleeding too much, sure. what does that mean? Right. Well, so barring some um, like bleeding disorder or some sort of structural issue, because those can happen, um, I would say with most women, if we can contribute it to hormones, it typically is indicative of a estrogen to progesterone imbalance. My experience, it's usually estrogen dominance. So um, what does that mean? Well, so if we break down a normal cycle and your hormones are relatively low and your uterine lining is shedding that's your period and the ovaries are starting to, to grow a follicle um, in preparation for ovulation so this follicle grows and matures and gets larger and larger and larger it gets to almost two centimeters at ovulation time which is pretty significant um, and it's this follicle that's about to ovulate that produces estrogen so this first half of the cycle you have this nice estrogen rise um, once the follicle's ready and your estrogen's nice and high, then your brain recognizes, hey, estrogen's high, follicle's ready, it's time to ovulate. So it sends out a signal to do so. Then the scab or the remnant tissue, the leftover from where you ovulated on your ovary, transforms and then starts to produce progesterone. So the second half of the cycle is all about progesterone. And you have this nice progesterone rise um, and then assuming you don't become pregnant, it will fall and the cycle starts all over again. So you can see on this bottom part, you have this growth of the uterine lining. So it is this estrogen that encourages the growth of the lining and it's the progesterone that maintains it. So um, if you do some backwards reasoning, now it's not perfect, you lose some bleeding disorders and such, whatnot, but generally if you do backward reasoning, the more you bleed, the thicker your endometrial lining. The thicker your endometrial lining, the higher your estrogens because it's estrogens that's that signal to thicken up that lining. So if for a lot of women, it's just as transparent as that. High estrogens leading to um, thicker lining, leading to more symptomatic symptoms. And that this imbalance, you can see here, um, now this one's healthy, but generally sometimes there can be a balance here of progesterone and estrogen, where the estrogen goes on a line much higher than where it's on this trajectory here, um, or the progesterone is low. And it is this during this time, typically when women have more issues with PMS. So while their periods may or may not be heavy, um, having an imbalance of hormones, even without a heavy flow, um, with all these symptoms with PMS, is a sign that there's a good chance that your hormones still aren't quite as happy as we want them to be. So that could be anything from breast tenderness to acne, cyclical migraines, spotting before your periods, um, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, cramping, insomnia with your cycles, being exhausted. Any of those symptoms um, are not not necessarily normal. Why they can be common? Now, it's it is common to have you know mild changes. You know, maybe one acne spot here every few months is probably okay. You know, um, a little bit of bloating and fluid retention, totally normal. Super mild cramping, totally fine and normal. But anything that's affecting your life, disrupting work, anything like that, that's 
it's not normal and it's not normal to be reliant on um, ibuprofen or Tylenol or anything along those lines. When do you think that somebody should seek out help? So, you know, say somebody's one of our right. women, one of our ladies is watching this video and they say, gosh, I have all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think is like the next step for them? Well, so I get really um, frustrated sometimes with conventional care. Um, I love conventional care. As I mentioned in my intro, you know, it probably saved my life. So there's um, a lot of usefulness for it. But unfortunately, in the world of women's medicine, um, if you go to a standard OBGYN, chances are um, their options for you are simple and it's let's put you on the birth control pill, essentially. And that's almost the only tool that they have in their toolbox, which um, was really kind of sad, to be honest. Uh, I, I wish that they had more tools. So that being said, um, if, they're, if you have super severe symptoms, I'm sure you've already talked to your OB about them. If not, you should. Um, and you can discuss if birth control is right for you. However, I don't really love it because it does carry some significant side effects from migraines to depression. 40% um, of women on the birth control pill are put on antidepressants. Um, there are some um, studies linking it to breast cancer, um, correlational, not causational, but still. Um, there's low libido, weight gain. I mean, there's a whole slew of symptoms that come um, along with the birth control pill. So I. I typically don't like it, and while I see its usefulness, I usually recommend patients to limit it to about five years of, of use um, because that's um, where it tends to be more in that safe zone. Uh, but usually, the best bet is to work with someone who's really knowledgeable with hormones and knows how to test them. Um, because I, I have women who uh, have gone to their OBs, they don't want to be on birth control pills, uh, and they they have their gynecologists are open to try and figuring, figure out what's going on, but they have no other tools. So they'll test hormones, which I love. I love having hormone testing. Um, I'm sure you see this in your practice too, though. You get hormone testing and they have no idea what day of their cycle they're on. And it's absolutely, it's pointless. Um, Cause if you look over at my, you know, my graph, you can see that hormones are constantly changing. You know, there's no two hormones the same within any seven day period for the most part. So if you just randomly check hormones, it, it doesn't mean anything. So having hormones tested, um, especially in the middle of the second half of the cycle and in the first half of the cycle, so two different times is really important. Um, so that's usually where I start. I like to do hormone testing to figure out if um, if there truly is a hormone imbalance or if we need to look at some other causative factor in their life um, that could be contributing to their symptoms. If you liked this episode, please share it with others. And if you have time, please rate us or leave a comment. If you'd like to give us feedback or request any topics to be covered in future podcasts, we'd love to hear from you at support at womenstrongtogether.com. Big thanks to Jordan Frankly Speaking Schneider for doing our music. Another big thanks to our Women Strong experts for taking the time to share their wisdom with our ladies. If you want to join our supportive community and participate in live interviews like this one in the future, 
sign up for the Women Strong membership at womenstrongtogether.com. Until next time, this is Dr. Brooke from Women Strong, wishing you health, vitality, and the strength to continue evolving into your best self.